Hello, 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 and welcome to You're the Shift with Flora Fauna Healing. This is a divinely channeled podcast to be able to help you in your spiritual growth. So today I asked what it is that you guys needed, and it talked to me about maintaining your own energy. What does maintaining your own energy mean? Last, like last time we did a podcast, we talked about resonance, and resonance is that feeling that you receive when you're presented with an option, your inner yes, your inner no. Maintaining your own energy does have a lot to do with resonance. So those of you with poor boundaries, those of you who deal with people pleasing, those of you who struggle to assert yourselves, and trust me, there's a lot of it. It's it's not a knock. I deal with it too. Um, we have a need to be able to maintain our own energy. We have a right to do what we need to do for ourselves, which means that after this podcast, it might be a good idea to focus on what it is that your boundaries are, how you maintain your own energy. So those of you that are sensitive, those of you that are empaths, those of you who have psychic ability, this may hit very hard for you. The reason being that we as people who have empathy, may not understand what our own energy feels like. The reason being is, while we feel everyone else's energy, it might be very easy for us to step over our own boundaries and for us to be like, oh yeah, sure, that is okay, just because of what we feel the other person might need or might not be saying, when really, we have a responsibility with ourselves to check in on if something works for us or not. So especially while we're at home dealing with COVID, while a lot of us are still working from home where we can and trying to maintain, you know, isolation, that kind of stuff. This is really important because you are going to be paired with your family members, with those people within your household a lot more than you might be otherwise. It also could be important because if you're alone right now, you're living by yourself, you might just be going back and forth to work and, you know, be in a very small bubble with a with a group of people or join someone else's bubble group. I don't know if you guys in Ontario if you're listening but that's what we have right like going on right now so that means that you may be getting very used to your own energy and then suddenly becoming very drained when you need to step out for any reason there's a reason this is happening it's trying to teach you that you may have loose boundaries that you may have trouble with energetic regulation that you may not know what your own energy feels like and this time alone may have taught you what it is that it feels like and where you need to do better for yourself. So here are some examples of where you might need better emotional help, like better emotional regulation from yourself, where you may need energetic maintenance. If you feel like you can't be around other people in a mall because it's too much for you, you might need energetic maintenance. If you feel like you don't want to be around anyone in your house, you might need energetic maintenance. If you struggle with noise sensitivity, if you struggle with the emotions of others, if you're not comfortable with the negative emotion of others, you may need emotional regulation. You may need emotional maintenance. And I'm not talking about maintenance as in something other people can give to you. I'm talking about maintenance that you can give to you. So... This may be different depending on where you are. If you work from home, you may need to step out of your work zone and step into your home zone by doing something different to regulate that energy, take off your hat. Routines are a really, really good way to maintain your energy. I know some people that can't handle people talking to them in the morning because it actually drains their energy. So they've outright told me like, no, this isn't okay. This is a boundary. And being says, I'm not like that. I had to learn to understand how that worked and had to learn to be like, okay, you know what? I don't need to understand your boundary to understand that it's a boundary. So we work differently. I will accept it, right? And it's not that other people need to necessarily understand why you're doing what you do. You do what you need to do because you are the only person that is inherently responsible for you. So let's say you need an hour of meditation every day. 
let's say you feel overwhelmed a lot of the time and you need that and people overstep and um, you have to go to your families this weekend or you need to work late, you need to make that up to yourself somehow. You need to either not have the boundary crossed or you need to be able to tell yourself, okay, I'm going to do this when I get home. I am going to do this for myself because it's a need and I need to figure that out. This is not letting your needs slip by the wayside because when we talk about like emotional regulation and needing to regulate yourself and needing to maintain your energy, then you need to know what it is that drains your energy. So what drains everyone is different. For me, it can be uh, anxiety from other people, uh, long-winded conversations, somebody flailing their arms a lot when they speak, someone who is aggressive when they speak, um, someone not asking me if it's okay if they talk about something before they do with me, if it's emotional, those things can all be draining. So that means that if I don't step up and I say, I can't do this, That means that those people are going to walk all over my boundaries and they're not even going to know that they're there. So I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be resentful. I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to have all my boundaries crossed. I'm going to take on a victim mentality. And that means that I'm going to sit there and go, oh, well, these other people are stepping all over my boundaries and I'm not, they should know better. Well, no, they shouldn't. You need to say something. That is your responsibility. That is your job. If there's something happening in your environment that you're not cool with, you need to be stating that. And if that boundary is crossed again and again, then you need to revisit being with those people or, or living with those people or working with those people or whatever the case may be. There needs to be a maintenance of that energetic core for you all the time. The reason being is that you're the only person that's responsible for yourself. You're the only person who can fill up your own cup. If you don't really know who you are, you don't really know what you need, your cup's going to be empty all of the time. So emotional regulation, like working on that aspect of yourself of energetic maintenance, that means that you're going to have to spend some time with yourself understanding why you feel the way that you do. So my challenge for you guys is to notice in these next couple, like next couple of weeks, what happens when a boundary is crossed for you, how you feel. I want you guys to assess yourselves. You may need to do a check-in like every couple of hours with yourself. I know you guys are probably used to doing check-ins with other people. If you are, then that's absolutely excellent. And I commend you for that because you should be checking on the people in your life or checking in on them before you talk about your feelings, checking in on them before you put them under stress, checking where their boundaries are, understanding what they need from you. And that makes you a good friend, a good partner, because you know that there's fundamental trust and that person knows that you really have their back and their boundaries are respected and yours should be as well. So it might be a situation where you may do so much that actually isn't okay with you, that isn't part of your inner resonance, like we talked about before, that your feelings may be haywire. It may take a long time to actually sit with yourself and reset what those feelings are. Like you may go through a work, like a job that you really hate. You come home drained every day and you tell yourself, okay, well, I can't leave because of this. Like we talked about in the very first episode of this podcast, I can't leave because of this. I can't leave because of this. Okay, well, what is in your control? I want you to ask yourself that and actually consider the answer. Okay, so you're telling me all these things that aren't in your control. Well, what is? Is it in your control that you come home, you dump all your shit on the couch, and then you start yelling at your roommates, your family, your this, your that? Is it that you throw all your stuff in the ground when you come in and you just collapse on the bed, you don't eat dinner, you don't function? Is that part of your job or is that something that you are able to do something about in yourself? I know that energy lacks, right? You lack energy because you're dealing with a situation that is overly stressful. So my thing to you is self-care 
you need that that day more than you need it any other time. Self-care isn't for when you're like, oh, the sun is shining and everything is beautiful. Let me take a beautiful bath for myself. Okay, great. But you actually need it on the days you feel like shit the most. And that's non-negotiable. So when you come home, you dump all your stuff on the ground. You, you throw all your stuff everywhere. You collapse into the bed. You need to get up and make dinner. If you know that this is a thing for you, maybe there's a solution in prep cooking your food earlier in the week. Maybe there's a day that you know you're not going to be so stressed and that you know you're going to have energy. Say that's Sunday. Go and do a quick grocery run on Sunday morning. Maybe give yourself a half an hour. Grab what you need for the week. Get some bento boxes. Stuff it in there. You know that you will have taken care of yourself for that entire week. You know that you will have stepped over your possible executive dysfunction, if that's what you're dealing with, and be able to have something to take care of yourself to bring back that energetic maintenance. Energetic maintenance is about your food. It's about your home. It's about your environment. It's about your family. It's about your friends. But it's mostly about your inner core. So nobody knows what your challenges feel like but you. Nobody understands your health issues, your mental health issues, anything that you have but you. You can explain it, but it's not that person's responsibility to embody it. And it's also not their responsibility to save you if they're in your immediate sphere. What you can do is ask for help. You could ask your friend, okay, I've noticed you have a really, really good talent for keeping the house clean and I fall short in that area. Is there a way that you've simplified this for you? Is like, do you have healthy habits that you might be able to explain to me? Because chances are, if that person's keeping on top of something, it's because they have healthy habits. And healthy habits are a huge part of a, like energetic maintenance. Those healthy habits can take you from being a mess in your energy, from feeling completely powerless, hopeless, to feeling like you do have some control, even when the situation is bad. And you know what? You, on your hardest days, that's when you need to do these things the most. And I speak from, like, as someone with executive dysfunction, right? I'm not neurotypical. So when I say that I understand how difficult it is to regulate yourself, I really do. I have alarms for everything, including drinking water. (laughs) This may be a thing that comes normally to other people, but it doesn't come normally to me. And while I can explain that to someone else, that certain sounds in movies will drive me absolutely up the wall and feel like there's a jackhammer in my ears, they don't understand. So what is it my responsibility to do when I'm looking at energetic maintenance? Well, I need to go up and ask, can you turn this down today? I'm having a hard day. Could you possibly put some headphones in? What I need you guys to do is not be afraid to ask for the help that you need. If you don't ask, you can't receive. And you're going to stay in a state of being disempowered and being stressed and being angry and being resentful. We have been raised in a culture that's predominantly people-pleasing, where we feel guilty for asking what we need. We feel guilty for asking someone, hey, can you do this extremely small thing? Because we may be thinking, oh, they had a shit day. You know what? They want to listen to their music really loud. You share a space with someone, you have to respect that person. That also includes them respecting you. So you have to ask for what you need. So emotional regulation might be something like as simple as when you get home and you need to you need to maintain your energy that you may take 10 minutes to yourself and not speak to anybody. And then you can just switch from wherever you are to home. And then you can debrief with yourself. It may be that at night, if you're an empath and you're always emotionally available, let's say you do this for a living and people are constantly messaging you with good intention and maybe not asking you if they can talk to you about such and such subject at this time. Maybe they don't have boundaries with you. You may need to one, enforce those boundaries. 
Two, turn off your phone for an hour at night. Do you owe anyone an apology for not being constantly available? The answer is no, you don't. You need to be available to you. You are available to everyone else and you might not be being available to yourself. So that's where you may run into trouble. Maybe you have a family member going through something right now and they're just going through it, you know? They're going through it and you are their main support. Maybe as a caretaker, you might need to take a step back for yourself And I'm sure that person appreciates your help so much if they are a healthy person that they will understand and tell you, yeah, okay, I totally understand that. I I need a break too, like sometimes. And, you know, like when, when can we talk about it? Or is there a time that's good for you? I understand you're dealing with a lot tonight. And is there any way I can be there for you? Or whatever combinations of those responses. If you're living with people that aren't healthy, that might lash out when you ask something, it might be worth it that you find a way to talk to them about why they're doing it and I understand that if you're living with someone toxic that that might be very difficult but it's another thing to consider that their minds likely work very differently from yours and that if you stop to think about it there may be things that you are able to do for them that might loosen the energy a little bit maybe they don't feel like they're being heard maybe they feel like you explain things in a poor way maybe they feel like you're stepping on their boundaries or their toes or maybe they're so secure in their boundaries that when you present one they're like no <laughs> in which case you need to make them see it your way if you can impose a consequence like okay if you're going to blast that music every day when you know i have to go to sleep at this time because i have to work I am going to impose some kind of consequence. I'm going to walk away. I'm not going to go with you to this particular thing. I'm not going to stand for that. I will come in and turn your music off. Whatever the consequence may be, you need to have a talk with that person. If not, you need to reevaluate the relationship with them. And that's as simple as that is. So your boundaries, your surroundings, your work life, your family life, those are integral to analyze when we talk about maintaining your own energy. So obviously there's energetic maintenance on a basic level, like clearing your energy, grounding, shielding, all of that kind of stuff. Those things as an energetically sensitive person can teach you a lot about taking care of yourself and what your energy feels like when it's in neutral. The goal here is to have your energy in neutral. The goal here is to make yourself a priority. Your job will probably replace you. Your friends and family will not die if you're not there every single minute of every day. If they if they do have challenges with that, they have bigger problems and you might be dealing with like toxicity or narcissism or abuse. That is a deeper thing that you may need to talk to a therapist about to be able to work through those boundaries, find out what it is that you can do, what's in your power to do and what you're willing to accept and what you can't anymore. Those That's a whole different subject. This is just what's within your control. If you're dealing with something that's any heavier than what you can set a boundary with, that would be a time where I would t- like tell you to like seriously reevaluate where you're at right now and I understand that a lot of us are in that position and that COVID has made that very obvious to a lot of us so this is just what you are able to do in yourself on your own so if you need to emotionally like give yourself an hour a night that's a great idea if you are so deep in your people pleasing that you're not able to intuitively figure out what it is that you need on any given day uh i have a technique that i did for that because sometimes i ignore my higher self i mean imagine that i do what i do for a living and i ignore my higher self that's laughable right (laughs) i laugh at it so what i do is i have a dice and i have six options on that dice and that dice tells me okay i need to go take a walk today i need to call or text a friend today i need to meditate today i need to do self-reaching 
Reiki today, whatever combination of that um, could be like, you need to detox your energy. I do have one that says I need to refocus my routines. And when I need to refocus my routines, that's because I've shit the bed on something. (laughs) And my guides are telling me, hey, hey, you haven't been following this the way that you should. Give yourself a day off. Refocus your routine. You don't need to do anything additional. Just get back to eating in the morning. Get back to drinking your water when you need to. Get back to prep cooking your food, whatever supports it is that you need. So every day I roll that dice and I ask to follow my intuition. And every day I roll that dice. And since I've started doing it, my stress level has gone down at least tenfold because I'm no longer catering my day to what everybody else wants or needs from me. I have my own boundaries. I also have an hour at night that I take totally to myself as part of emotional regulation, as part of that maintenance. And the reason I do that is because if someone's like, hey, do you want to watch a show? I'll probably say yes before I even check in with myself sometimes. I really, really need to learn that. So it's been a struggle for me. And this is what I've learned with it. You need to be able to tell yourself, okay, I'm not listening to myself. I'm not checking in. I'm bypassing my own boundaries. If I set an expectation that this time of night is mine and that's it, non-negotiable, no questions asked, then that's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get time to emotionally regulate where there are boundaries in place where people know not to bother me and they know that, okay, whatever is so important, they can text me after the hour is done or call or whatever it is that they need, but I will not be answering my phone during this point in time, right? Boundaries. So this has enabled me to have a time for self-reflection where I'm like, okay, okay, let's break down the stress, let's clear it. Let's look at what we need. So on some dice options, I have physical exercise, right? Like yoga or Tai Chi. I have a different dice that I use for that hour by myself at night. So it might be yoga or Tai Chi. It might be doing a card reading. There's a lot of different options for me on that dice that are all about self-care. Like I do have self-care as an option, like taking a bath or, you know, putting on a hair mask or a face mask, but that's part of my hour, that I do. And every time I do this hour, I do a check-in and I ask myself, okay, what's my level of stress right now? Where am I at? What do I need? Obviously the dice told me something that I need. Is there anything else that I need? And then I sit with that and then I figure out how I feel every single day. And the benefit of that is, again, stress levels are weighed down. I have healthy routines in place. This has enabled me to set up a bunch of other healthy routines of things that I had been putting to the wayside for other people without them even asking me to do it. So many times we bypass our own boundaries because we were raised with a people-pleasing culture where we're like, okay, well, I need to sweep. I need to do all the chores. I need to do this. I need to do that. While all of those things might be needed, there are ways that you can break them down into bite-sized parts of your week where you can share that and, and you can ask for help with what you need and you can make it so much easier. It doesn't have to be seven hours a day or once a week. It can be uh, 20 minutes a night if that's what you want, right? You're not responsible for everything. You don't need to feel like you're responsible for everything. And that's where our boundaries get blurred or things get difficult, especially if we know someone else in our immediate family or household is struggling with something. We might even push ourselves even harder to accommodate But we shouldn't be accommodating anybody else if we aren't accommodating ourselves. And I want you guys to know that that's not selfish. A lot of us have been raised to believe that that behavior is selfish. Like, oh, if I if I say no to a friend that needs me right now, I'm being selfish. No, you're not. Because the thing is, you'll be able to tell that friend, okay, I can't do it right now, but here's when I can. Or I don't know when I'm going to be able to do it right now, but I like I'm not sure. Can I check in with you again tomorrow? See where I'm at? 
there is always another option that doesn't involve throwing yourself under the bus. If your friends and family expect you to throw yourself under the bus, you need to make some different life decisions for yourself because you're hurting yourself in that way by following those expectations. And I know how difficult that can feel. I've definitely been there. So choosing yourself is really important. The goal for all of these things for you guys to think about is just to find out what your neutral energetic state is. If you are going to sleep every day, stressed out, miserable, can't sleep, there's an issue with your energetic maintenance. There's an issue somewhere in your day, somewhere where you're not taking care of yourself. And I know it can be difficult for energy, right? You may think, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. You do have time. Right? It can be a 10-minute walk between something, if that's what you need. Um, maybe you need to play with your dog for 20 minutes a night, if you have one. Maybe you need to just do a quick text that day, if your option is call or text a friend, or if you feel like that's what you need. Then maybe you just need to check in with someone and go, okay, hey, how are you doing? Maybe that's what you need that day, just a conversation. And with text, that can happen whatever time of the day, right? You can respond when you have the free time, and you're still taking care of that social aspect of yourself. There are ways. What we do is make things overly difficult where we don't necessarily consider that, okay, there's an easier way to do this. And we don't take care of ourselves. Like, especially as an artist myself, I understand that it can be really difficult as a creative person to find the time and energy that I need. So if I take care of all those other things, suddenly my conscience is free <laughs> and my heart is open when it comes time to do art, where I'm like, okay, you know what? I've taken care of myself today. I've done everything. Suddenly my energy is in the right place to create. Suddenly I'm inspired because I'm not coming from an aspect where I'm tearing away from some other part of my life to do art or I'm relinquishing a bunch of other responsibilities because I feel the need to do art. There's a way that you can have everything that you want. It just involves a little bit of knowing yourself very deeply, knowing what your ebb and flow is, what your energetic flow is, what works for you, what doesn't, what parts of your day are challenging. The more you know yourself, the more that you know what you aren't capable of, the more that you're going to understand what, where your strengths are and what you can do. And this isn't a call to be negative to yourself or anything like that. It's more of a call to sit with yourself and go, okay, well, I'm really strong at prep cooking, but I'm really bad at cooking at night. I'm really bad at getting up and being like, okay, I need to eat now. Because I'll think about all these other things that I need to do or these projects or this work, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll, I'll be like, I'll eat later. I'll eat later. And then all of a sudden it's, it's way too late and I'm falling asleep and I forget to eat. That's not okay. That's self-abuse. That's not cool, right? And, and obviously the intention isn't to do that. The intention isn't to not take care of yourself, but it happens. It's a slippery slope, especially when a lot of us overextend and we don't know where our own boundaries are. We don't know what our own energy feels like when it's in a proper balance. When my energy is in a proper balance, I'm a very happy person and I'm able to take whatever life throws at me. And if there's a challenge, I'm able to look at it and go, okay, it's not the end of the world. When I'm not regulated, everything is the end of the world. <laughs> And I get overwhelmed very easily as a non-neurotypical person. And it can be very difficult for me. And I don't want to live my life in that state. No job, no friendship, no family member is worth living in that state for me. Nuh-uh. 
<laughs> no way. <laughs> Boundaries are a thing that I really enjoy. So it's taken me a long time to learn how to get there. So emotional regulation is pivotal to spiritual growth and development. Knowing yourself is pivotal to spiritual growth and development. Having that sense of maintenance, that sense of, okay, I need to do this more on the bad days. I need to maintain on the good days. I need to correct on the bad days. I need to change the way that I handle the bad days the same way that I handle the good days. And the more that you establish consistency in those energetic skills that you're building, the more that you'll realize that no matter what happens to you for the, for within reason, right? Within reason, like we're not talking about huge emotional pitfalls here. We're talking about the day to day, which is what we can control, what we can manage that you're at a stable flow and a stable level and you check in with yourself the moment that that's not happening anymore. And there's been a lot of times in the last couple of weeks where I've looked at someone that I, that I work with, with for like support and that can be a friend, a family member, a significant other, whoever that is to you, your person, right? Like that person you talk to about things, you may have multiple where I've looked at them and been like, I need you to check me right now. And at first they looked at me like, what? And I was like, no, I need you to check me. I'm not good right now. <laughs> can we pause this conversation? Can we go for a walk? Can we, do you have energy for like talking about it? Um, can we just sit in silence for 20 minutes? I just need to regroup quick. Like checking in with yourself and then relaying that to the person that is helping you or whoever you need to talk to or whoever supports you in your life, that can be a really good tool for staying on track because they may then start to recognize, okay, well, you know, you haven't been like, you didn't eat lunch today. Is this just a day where that's happening because you're busy and it's a, it's a once in a while thing that you're going to eat later? Or are you entering self-sabotage mode because you're not balanced in some area of your life? Somebody that you speak to consistently that is around for you is going to know that and they're going to be able to provide that help for you. If you don't have that person, then I recommend journaling because journaling, what you do during a day will help you see the holes. Let's say if you don't have a lot of supportive people in your life or you're struggling in that area, if you're journaling, then you're going to be able to, at the end of the day, check in with yourself and go, okay, I did this, I did this, I did this. And maybe you'll look at the day prior and be like, oh shit, I forgot this two days in a row okay, I really need to reassess right now. I really need to check in because I'm not, I'm not maintaining. And the thing is we think, okay, well, if I haven't talked to my friends in two weeks, that's no big deal, except it probably is though, <laughs> because you need that social time. Or, okay, I haven't walked my dog in three weeks. Probably not a big deal. I'm sure your dog thinks it's a big deal. <laughs> So it's these things, right? And it's not necessarily about other people. It can be, I haven't done my laundry in three weeks because I've been working too much. I've been taking care of other things. That's a big deal because now you're going to have to take like six hours out of your day to do that whole laundry. And I'm sorry, but taking six hours out of your day is going to take a hell of a lot more than an hour a night to just mindlessly check your load while you're reading a book, you know? And it's just that we make things so much more difficult because we lack in energy, because we lack in proper boundaries and we don't maintain our energy, that we scatter our energy everywhere and then we become very inefficient. And that's when things like relapses or mental health issues, that kind of stuff, it's going to flare right up. Like there's, there's signs that your body gives to you, especially as a, like a not neurotypical person. Like I get rashes on my skin. I get acne. I start scratching everywhere. Like that's when I know I don't need to realize 
realize that I've forgotten something three days in a row, my body will tell me and your body will tell you too. But the thing is, if you're just someone who just pushes past it, your body probably has been telling you and you've probably been like completely ignoring it. Could be pain in your shoulders. It could be a feeling of dread. It could be a pit in your stomach. It could be nausea could be anxiety. There's so many ways that your body tells you when you're not in balance. So this is what my topic for this week is. And I think you guys should really look into it. If you're, if any of this is resonating with you, it may be time to like check where your neutral energetic level is. Just sit with yourself over a few weeks. You'll be able to see where that neutral is. If you're able to find these things in your daily life in that neutral state, you're going to be so thankful for having achieved it because it may be something you've never felt. If you've had a very stressful life, if you've had a lot of challenges with people pleasing, chances are you may have never felt your neutral. And that's a big deal. That is a point that you should celebrate if you're able to put this into practice and be able to feel your neutral. Um, reading books on boundaries can really help you do this. There's lots of books out there to educate yourself with. Uh, if you ever need a list, like hit me up. I have a few and uh, I can I can definitely relay those to you. But taking care of yourself at a basic level before you try to take care of anybody else. It's an age old mantra. You can't fill someone else's cup of yours is empty. You shouldn't be filling anybody else's cup to begin with. It's their responsibility to do that. And if your cup is not filled, then you are not filling the cup of anyone else or your own and your energy is just spilling everywhere and you're not doing yourself any favors. So check in. A check in can be as simple as, okay, I'm not feeling good today. Is it because I'm overly stressed? Is it because I didn't sleep last night? Is it just because I'm catching a cold or I'm feeling a little rundown? Or is there something bigger? Those check-ins when done daily and not just when there's something wrong can really teach you what your consistent is. And you'll notice when you're consistent, your body will feel that too. And then you'll be able to notice when something's really off. You may even be able to stop yourself from getting sick because you can address your body when it's run down to begin with. So these things are all super important. And if you struggle with this, then I think looking into boundaries and looking into your day-to-day -day is the right answer. So that being said, if you guys have any other questions, feel free to email me at Kayla at florafaunahealing.org and we can address them there. And if you're looking for any additional resources, I do have a Patreon account that helps you address emotional, spiritual growth. It also addresses things like uh, spiritual tools like tarot reading, Reiki healing, that kind of stuff. There's a little bit of something for everybody. So if that's of interest to you, it's a subscription membership. There's all sorts of different tiers that you can choose from for what works for you. There's also bonus content for both of my podcasts available as well. So you can find that at patreon.com backslash healing. And that being said, I will be back with the new podcast in two weeks. And I wish you guys an absolutely fabulous week. Remember, you're the shift.